Welcome to Ideas Are Bulletproof, a production of the Press Pause Network. Try and get this right. A good day or night, wherever you are. Nailed it. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Three, three episodes in and he's uh, smashed it. <laughs> Didn't realise it was that simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, we're still waiting for the for the, the new languages. I'm still waiting for uh, a, a language you haven't heard of yet. Oh, no. Definitely the Cambodian. Definitely what, no? Definitely the Cambodian. I want to hear that. <laughs> the Cambodian. For our Cambodian guys and girls out there that were tuning in. Got to find out how to say hello. Should we, should we, should we wait? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 let, me, let me see. Let me see. Um, I'm interested to see what Google comes up and then your pronunciation of it. And then we're going to see a very sharp decline in the amount of Cambodian <laughs> viewers we have. And they're like, oh, this is, this is butchered our language. I'll try my best. I'll try my best. Um... Let's try. Um, just go. Just don't even. You know, because as you know, as a as a a black man, it's impossible for you to be racist. <laughs> so if you know, even if you do butcher it, you know. Oh, uh, okay. Um, all right. I was no gonna pressure. Try. Yeah, no pressure. I'm gonna go with um, Suiste. Okay, I've, I'm going to have to move to the independent fact checkers on this one. Uh, <laughs> Snopes, <laughs> it's like uh, what's that? Um, oh, I don't know what the program is that uh, that quiz show where they're like, "What is?" and you answer the question, and it goes to the soundboard. I just want it to be like Cambodian. Hello, is that the right answer? And then little Bing, but that's the one on here. Bing. Yeah, exactly. Bing, yeah. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Yeah, but people watching from outside will just be like, cool, that's where the, that's where the party is over there. <laughs> Doing uh, greetings from around the world. Um, episode 11. Or is, it, or is it is it 12? I think it's 11. I'm sure it's 11. I'm fairly sure we celebrated double digits last week. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's like a proud parent. What you're going to see is when we get to episode 13, this show is just going to go off the rails and we're just going to go really... Uh, really terrible for a while, really hyper-sexualized, and we're going to start rebelling against each other, and then uh, we'll calm down in the 20th episode or so, start <laughs> taking responsibility for our actions. If we're still going on by then, because I'm, I'm always surprised that we've managed to talk about so much of the stuff we talk about and still be up and still be live, and we haven't even had any, any challenges um, or anything at all yet, which is... Um, you know, maybe uh, I suppose with, with 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 smaller channels, with smaller outreach, it's kind of let's not um, not go at them straight away. Um, but some of the uh, some of the big guys obviously getting shut down constantly. Um, it's quite sad to see. Um, if you guys know who is he, the journalist from? I think he's the columnist from I think the Telegraph, but I'm probably wrong because I don't really read mainstream papers enough to know. Um, but Peter Hitchens, um, yeah, often correlated as the, the 
less popular uh, brother of um, famous atheist Christopher Hitchens, um, has been a, a really outspoken and uh, eloquent voice in all of this for the anti-lockdowns, anti-vaccine and all this other stuff. Um, and he put up a post the other day saying, oh, well, uh, I've had the vaccine and all it cost me was my freedom. Um, and detailed why in there and basically said, you know, he's got friends in uh, in the States. Uh, not just friends, family in the States that are really pivotal to his life and important to him. And uh, he took the vaccine just so he could see them. And he, it, it's caused quite a storm on in the Twitter sphere because so many people, are. it, it, it was basically conflating, oh, we've lost this. You know, the, the, there was a time for rebellion and there was a time for an uprising and it's been and gone. And... Uh, yeah, and he said I've I've taken it because that's that's the only choice. Um, but it's quite interesting to see that's just it's definitely not the case. I mean, everyone, everyone we know that's probably if you're listening, people that have said it. If you ask them why, why are you getting it now, they're like, oh, because I want to travel. Um, interestingly enough, we have uh, my the the, uh, the girls my partner works with at the hospital. Um, they've become really close friends over the past sort of six months or so, and she's um, she was. Um, I suppose on hindsight, maybe entertaining my partner um, in listening to everything, what it does. And obviously she was a soundboard for me and, and bringing it back to her. And she was saying, oh, you know, what? I'm not getting this vaccine. And as soon as they started announcing the, the, the COVID passports, the immunity passports, she said, oh, I'm just going to get it just like that. Um, you, you do wonder sometimes if you ever actually genuinely influence these people or again, they, they just did it because they didn't want to hurt your feelings. Um, but we said, oh, don't get it. She, she's only 21, I think, and she desperately wants children. And obviously we took the tack of, look, there, there's, there's been no claims in regards to adverse effects on fertility. Um, and is it worth it? You, you know, you're, you're 21, you're absolutely perfectly healthy. Um, there's no reason for you to get this whatsoever. Um, and she said, no, I want to travel. I won't be able to travel. So anyway, she had it the other night and... The day later, she called my partner up and said, oh, I'm in so much pain. Um, all my fingers have swollen. Um, she was having to, um, they, they normally text back and forth because she doesn't like phone calls, this friend. Um, and she called her, which was <laughs> quite out of the blue. And um, she said, I can't type. I can't, uh, I'm like holding my phone. My fingers are so, I've got no sense of feeling in them. I can't feel my toes. She went downstairs and uh, her mum was like, why, is, why are all your lips blue? What have you been... And uh, went and checked in the mirror, and they all were. And she's she's come up in hives and all sorts of things. And just yeah, she she sent us a. She's only a tiny, tiny little girl, about size six, and she sent us pictures of uh, her hands, and they were like massive, great inflamed sausages. Um, and from what I hear, she's only seen a a, a very slight reduction in those symptoms today. Um, but it, immediately she was saying, you know, with those, as soon as shit was really going, she was saying, oh, why did I take it? You know, why? I wish I didn't take it. I'm definitely not taking the ne the next one. You know, I'm not taking the second dose. Why didn't I listen to you? And the thing is, it's I've always said the whole way through. But, you know, everyone's going, oh well, if I get sick, I get sick. But until you're sick, um, that is kind of juvenile having that kind of altruism because it's not genuine. You know, when you're actually generally sick with something, um, you'd do anything to go back and 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 not have it that way. Um, and unfortunately, speaking from experience with some things as well. Um, and again, you don't, once, as we mentioned in previous episodes, your body is a closed system. You know, you can't 
um, have the vaccine and then there will be a way to effectively purge that from your system once it's in it's in and obviously that's why we're all inoculated in schools and we don't have top-ups for the rest of our life because once it's in it's in um and it's yeah it's quite um i mean i, I hope she gets better um absolutely and i hope it's uh the only obviously the, the downside in that is is if you get better and you after a month you've kind of forgot about it and people ask you and you go yeah well i had a bad had a bit of a bad reaction, but you know, ultimately, it was it was probably worth it. Um, but yeah, very, very far from um, going back to sorry, Peter Hitchens. Very, very far from losing this, I would say. I have to say, mm-hmm. just as you were talking about that, sorry, um, Maeve, but um, my my partner's um, uncle um, passed away uh, about nearly two weeks ago. Had his vaccine um, a few days before. And just died. The um, I have to find it. I have to dig it out. Um, it was I can't remember what country. I'll dig it out towards the end of the show. Um, Israel. There you go, Israel. Which are obviously pushing ahead. I think about fifty three percent of their population uh, is now vaccinated, compared to around the middle twenties for the UK. Um, but they're seeing particularly in the uh, the the younger populations um, that the level of death from the vaccine is far far outweighing the level of death from coronavirus itself um i think they said there's been a 400 percent increase in deaths um comparative to the deaths in the same age group from actually coronavirus itself and in the elderly group there's been about a 12 times increase in death because obviously the, the, you're older if you get a, a respiratory virus of any sort you're it's a lot more lethal than it would otherwise be. But again, these people having the vaccine are seeing 12 times more than that already lethal rate. Um, and we're, we're actually seeing right now that deaths are going up despite the, the, the vaccine, you know, vaccine campaigns going down. And I, I think it was um, Moderna who, who came out and said, well, people will die. You know, basically <laughs> it's all about saving lives, but get over it. You know, this is the cost of a, uh, this is the cost of herd immunity, and people are going to. And you know, the whole times they've they've held the uh, the more vulnerable people in society up as the kind of you know you need to stay home as the the emotional blackmail, um, and you need to follow the rules. And you need to wear your mask. If you're not, you're killing granny. And now they're saying, well, they're going to die. You know, it's, it's collateral damage of a a vaccination. Um, yeah, that's uh, it's, it's not great. There's, there's some pictures coming from a. Uh, Israel right now where they, they have the full-blown uh, vaccine passport um, rolled out and it's uh, it's your it's your only entry into gyms um, lots of outdoor spaces as I said last time it's a, a pharmaceutical apartheid over there um, and people are taking pictures of of the I mean there's a, a picture going around uh, social media right now of a uh, of a uh, big green sun lounges outside that look like they're on a beach or um, some picturesque hotspot, and it says uh, for vaccinated people only. Um, gross, just really, really gross. Um, you you wouldn't think. I mean, it's obviously the, the people of Israel. I'm sure are not happy. Um, and, and probably not putting up with that. But um, you don't hear a lot from those that, that side of things. Obviously, come into a town near you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. It's. Um, it's not like it's taken us by surprise. And, uh, I mean, people in the UK should be really, really concerned when they see what it's like over there because if you Google it, um, Israel and the UK are now working together to 
take what Israel's learned about these vaccine passports and bring them out over here. Um, they are our our kind of leading council on on what's going on. Um, and to see it is is something else entirely. Um, but again, you, you, most people will only trust the mainstream media uh, because they can't believe again that these big billion dollar you know corporations or propaganda fronts would would ever dare lie to them because a lie would be caught out you know the, 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 but the fact they obviously ignore the fact that the fact checkers also work for the same arm that the uh the mainstream news does and um yeah you, your chances of hearing anything are, are quite slim to none um amazon earlier uh, actually announced a um they're going to start banning and removing uh books that they deem to be uh controversial um, in that regards to political uh, thought and speech, um, and also obviously all the the other um, what would you call them hate crimes that are not really crimes. Um, did anyone see it was it made its rounds? Um, I don't know the constituent of of where it was in the UK, but uh, there was a, a police force up north that put up a massive billboard. Um, and they said uh, causing offence is illegal, uh, something to that effect. And it had all the uh, LGBTQT, you know, all that kind of stuff uh, up behind them, the rainbows up behind them. Um, and it got such a massive outpour of just pure rage of people saying, "What? So offence is illegal now?" That the uh, the the police force come out and they took it down. And they said, "You know what? Uh, that was really tactless." And uh, of course offense isn't illegal that's not what we were trying to present we were trying to talk about you know hateful speech and rhetoric um call to action is is essentially illegal but uh yeah they'd done the complete opposite effect i'm so glad it got shot down absolutely shot to pieces because um it's great it's, it's, it's really good when people challenge these things and they actually do get um torn apart and again, it is it is a sign of where the power dynamic lies. So we are very much led to believe, obviously, that we're the unwitting cattle due for slaughter, and we haven't got no say in that. But we absolutely have. You know, that's that's what divide and conquer is all about now. Is uh, and has always been. You know, let's separate everyone out, and um, they'll never come together, and then we'll never get consensus on anything. But those few genuine moments when the paradigms break down between. Um, race and belief and uh, sexual orientation and gender and God knows how many other variables. When that actually collapses, it's amazing what we can do as a collective. Really, really generally good. That's the whole point. That's that's why it all exists. It's all it's all to cause dissension between us all, and to uh, so we can never have solidarity and um, make real changes. If we're all at each other's throats all the time about every little infinitesimal thing, then we can never, never come together to stand, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The present the new enemy. I've, I've had a back and forth with a chap on Twitter earlier because one of the, the new targets of the, um, what would you call them? Uh, the, it's, it's odd because they were vulnerable. Um, but now they've kind of used the, uh, the, these individuals as as a new kind of target to effectively say, and it's it's overweight people. Um, being a, a husky gentleman myself of some months, 
uh, in lockdown where I've really put the work in on eating. Um, it was quite frustrating because this chap was, was pull it up and I said, can't you see what they're doing with this? Can't you see that this is just another divide and conquer? You know, and I'm, I'm not saying that I'm one of these people who is behind the fat acceptance movement because there are obviously intrinsic health issues with being overweight. Um, 53% of the UK is currently either overweight or obese. Um, and he was saying, well, you know, I'm young, I'm fit, I'm healthy, I keep myself in shape, and, uh, um, yeah, these people are clogging up our health system. So they get coronavirus much more than anything else, and they're dying from coronavirus much quicker than anyone else. And I was thinking, right, what's your... What is your evidence for that? And he posted up saying, well, um, you know, of the people that have gone into hospital with coronavirus and died, it was disproportionately this amount of, of obese people. And I'm, but these people disproportionately die all the time. It's, it's kind of a, you know, a, a causation and correlation are, are obviously not equal there. If you're marking everyone who goes into hospital with a, a, a COVID test, as they are doing, um, these people are passing for positive. Then these people are dying from, say, heart attacks, um, which is a, a still the leading cause of death by a, an absolute country mile. And then they get put down as COVID. Of course, you're going to see a correlation with overweight people dying from a death unrelated after a, a positive test. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's not really that clever when you think about it. But obviously there is uh, vitriol is starting to, to, to slip in now with these people where they're getting antsy and they're getting fed up and they they can almost, I think they believe the end is in sight, you know, with this roadmap, Boris's roadmap out of lockdown. They believe that it's time where they can start being hopeful again. Um, shame, because <laughs> obviously we, we know better than that. We should know better than that by now. Um, you know, fool me once. But there, yeah, it's, it's, it's the any of the targets as well, isn't it? It's... Um, I think double masking is making its way to the UK as well now. Um, that's been that's been discussed this week, um, and we'll continue to do so. Um, the uh, Axi anti vaccine passport, um, what they called ah um, oh, the the word has escaped me. It begins with P. Come on, guys, jump me in. When everyone goes online, petition. That was what I, I had premonition in my mind. I was like, it's definitely not a premonition, although we saw it coming anyway. So, um, yeah, there's a the online petition against vaccine passports in the UK. Um, is now about two hundred fifty thousand signatures. Um, the government were were meant were meant to make a response to it at ten thousand signatures, uh, and it's meant to go up for debate in Parliament at a hundred thousand signatures. Um, and it's been well over, it's coming into two months now and there's been no response by the government at the 10,000 mark and it's not currently up for debate in Parliament at the 100,000 mark. Um, so a lot of people, are, you know, the people like Gareth Icke and such are sharing it on Twitter and saying, look, let's make this so big, so colossal that they no longer have that space to uh, to deny it anymore, to, 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 to pretend it doesn't exist and uh, because of the surge, BBC actually picked it up and they said, oh, a couple of thousand, try a couple of hundred thousand BBC. But they picked it up and said, you know, this is, um, didn't link it. Odd. You know, they thought they would have uh, put a little blue link in there to take you through to the study, but um, uh, the, the petition, sorry. But yeah, didn't link it in. But it's good to see it's, um, it's good to see it's growing. 
definitely. It's always good to. I think we 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 do um, spend a lot of doom and gloom time here, really, don't we? And we obviously we will tonight because we love a bit of doom and gloom as well as everything else. Got to keep on top of it, and there's not much really to fulfil yourself with these days on the the opposite side of the fence. Um, but there are a lot. Of, there's a lot of stuff happening in the background um, that you will miss if you're not really keeping your eyes open to it. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's good. It's really good. It's it's things are happening. Um, I I didn't I only found this out the other day. Um, that very brief piece of nonsense regarding a substantial meal in pubs where you could only you could only come in and sit down and have a substantial meal. Um, there is a I want to say he's German, uh, a German lawyer who's actually got a very very good portfolio behind him, um, and has won several very big high profile cases um challenged that in courts and i had heard nothing of this um but the judge ruled in his favor and said that with the evidence presented there was zero uh indication that again as they've said from the start that hospitality has much to do with the the spreading of the virus i think they said it's around three percent um and has completely ruled out the government's any future attempt to do this. You must have a substantial meal. So you won't hear about that anymore because that's been effectively exiled and outlawed now in the courts. Um, but that, that was, you know, that was nowhere, was it? That, that little information was nowhere. Um, so we are, there are lots of things. This is what I'm saying to lots of people who are getting the vaccine. There's lots of things happening in the background. Um, Greece said that they will welcome people who had the vaccine. But if you actually scroll down the article, it said, or a uh, a negative test. Um, not saying that, that you know, that's uh, uh, supporting the testing. Um, but definitely the lesser of two evils. Um, and, and obviously these, these countries are going to see a, quite a sharp decline in the rates of tourism when you if they want to make any more further pushes from that um they obviously we know there's there's you know the the uh european council and the nuremberg code which is standing up quite strong against a lot of the attempts to bring full-blown immunity passports without a caveat into the uh into the, the the grounds so it's um as I said, there are those things happening. Um, definitely going to kind of highlight some of those things as well and bring them to future episodes because we need to hear, you know, like any good radio station or publication from the front lines, um, we need to hear the good and the bad um, for sure. So it's um, yeah, definitely going to start focusing on some of that stuff and bring that to you guys in the future because it's uh, we we got to hear how we're winning. We you know um, this week. The, I, I brought this up with the guys the other day, and maybe we can have a quick chat about it, because I, I, it perplexed me somewhat that lots of the mainstream news this week has done a complete U-turn, uh, and they're now attacking the testing, they're now attacking the deaf classifications, um, and doing big double, triple spade spreads, specifically saying scam of the century and things like that. You know, very um, inflammatory language in regards to how people who are not dying of COVID are being marked as COVID. Um, and I obviously brought these to the, to, the, to the chaps earlier in the week and said, look, this is very strange. This is an odd about turn for what we've seen so far. Um, and I think we had a few 
speculations on why that could be. Um, maybe they're just trying to appear uh, bipartisan in this and that they actually haven't got a dog in the fight and there other people have said, well, it sells papers, isn't it? People like a scandal. Um, but yeah, that was it. It was a... That was an odd one to see, I must admit. Refreshing, definitely refreshing, and perhaps a sign of the times as well. Um that we we're hearing that. You know, maybe as I said, eventually, when enough people start shouting, you can't really block the noise out anymore. You you have to address it. Um but yeah, that was that was a I mean for everyone listening, guys, what's what's your thoughts on I suppose the 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 battle as it were that we're in right now? Where where do you where do you feel we are? I think um, the the backlash of all this has just been so overwhelming that they had to do something. They had to give it some sort of attention because um, if they just completely ignored it, I can't imagine uh, it would go unnoticed because, yeah, it's just too obvious. It's just too obvious that things don't add up. So perhaps this is their... Um, I don't know. Maybe this is their attempt at seeming they, like they they care, like they're on, they're almost on our side. I think they've crossed though, the line going after the kids as well now. When they're announcing that the trials are going to start on that zero to six age group, that's um, you know, for a lot of people, you can mess with them and, and and attack them, but as soon as you start bringing the kids into it, the back goes straight up, and it's probably turning a lot of quote unquote reasonable and rational folks into. The, the, you know, it wasn't the most clever move. No, I'm not too sure. I'm not, I don't, I don't really know if we'll ever really find out why that's the case. But at the same time, you have to remember the very same mainstream media that has been giving us our universal. Um, I don't know what word to use homogenous, I don't know if that's the right word, but the universal kind of uh, narrative is now completely turning the tables and then giving us this. But then next week, they'll be jumping straight back on the narrative. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's quite hard to trust anything that really comes out of the mainstream media, if I'm honest. And I wouldn't, like, it doesn't really do anything for me when I, when I read these things. I, I just think to myself, it just seems like they're, uh, just taking a few steps back just to make it seem like um, I don't Almost know like I don't anyone know. who anyone who's had any customer service experience um, no. they'll often tell you you know when a customer's making a complaint even if you don't agree with it and even if you think they're talking absolute nonsense just nod your head and smile and you know <laughs> use all that that supportive language and be like yeah you know empathize with them even if you know it they're completely off the rocker and maybe that's what we're seeing a little bit there is them being like, oh we know it's bad and yeah I, I said to a um someone i work with um who's on the fence i really you know what this is again another bit of refreshing feel I, I never would have put put this person as someone who would be questioning it, I really, really didn't, and um, had a catch-up call with them today, um, and they were saying, Do you know what, it's, it's, I, I don't want to get it, I really don't want to get it, she said, I didn't get the MMR vaccine for my, my kid either, and I don't want it, and I don't feel why I have to justify, no one's asked me to justify why I didn't vaccinate him then, why am I being asked to uh, to justify myself now? Um 
And uh, yeah, that, that was a quite um, quite refreshing chat, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but as I said, it, it, it seemed to be the turning point for her was when they said, look, now they're talking about going after the kids. He's not getting it. You know, she said, it's one thing if I have to send him back and they, they make me do a test to send him back, that's one thing. But if they said that to him to go back to school, I'd have to vaccinate him, then she'd be, that's it. No way, no chance. Um, and and this is a this is a person that that for the you know um, for the whole time that that we we've been working together has been like oh these people with their noses out the mask, you know really behind it really behind the 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 anti backing of the hands and keeping the surfaces clean and the social distance all that stuff been really really fervent on it, um, maybe just getting worn down and broken down. Um, but yeah, I said maybe they're maybe they're just trying to relate to us. But anyway, sorry, what I was what I was gonna say about her was um I said the thing is after everyone's been vaccinated or as many people as they can get vaccinated, they'll do what they'll always do. Where the newspapers will print, oh, you know, look at the scandal. Like look at the all the NHS nonsense. Uh obviously Matt Hancock's in a bit of legal trouble uh now with all the uh the contracts. Um all about the death numbers, all about this, all the PCR testing being wrong. After everyone's had the vaccine and the system is instilled, they're yep. going to be perfectly happy to to absolutely shred the government to pieces. And people will rejoice in it because people love that. People, I don't understand how there is this kind of national macabre pride in whittling our government down to nothing, and 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 you know the 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 anger. And venting against you know Matt Hancock and Chris Whitty and Boris Johnson, all these figureheads, but no one does anything apart from oh well, well they're not getting my vote next time. <laughs> well, you know well, they did this time. But whoever gets your vote next time, you know, I, I'm sure you didn't see this happening when you voted them in. Um, and it, yeah, it'll be just another thing that gets um, you know kind of swept away uh, among so many other things, so, so many. It's a great shield incompetence, isn't it, really? As long as they can kind of say, oh, well, we didn't mean it. We're just bumbling idiots. It's like, well, you know, let's get different idiots. Uh, I mean, and, and uh, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it, though? When, you, you're, when you're selected and not elected, it doesn't really matter who you vote for. They don't care. Because you, if, you if you vote Guy B in next time, it's a Guy A. You're still Guy A. You're still, you know, you're still the same team. Um the same the same agenda carries on and that's the thing exactly. it doesn't matter who who you throw tomatoes at one week it'll be this person one week it'll be the next um but yeah it's always the same people behind the curtain isn't it i watched a little expose on boris johnson the other day um and it was effectively how he's just bumbled his way through his life um and how he is, I think one of his professors said it, it, it from Eton said that he is one of the most stupid scholars I've ever met and had the misfortune to teach. Um, but the funny thing was, all the way growing up, all everything you could see, brushes his hair just absolutely fine. You know what I mean? He's, he's like any other normal guy. Um, and the second he got into politics, he started doing the, the, the crazy hair. Uh, because again, it, it externally at least, it throws those people who want to kind of believe, oh, you know, feckless, bumbling Boris has made another mistake. Oh, he can't get anything right. He can't get this pandemic right. He can't get the lockdown right. You know, he's ultimately kind-hearted, but a bit dumb and a bit slow. And it's like, oh my, you know, this guy has been to the the, the single two most prestigious schools in the entire world, 
um, has a very uh, prosperous lineage. Um, is surrounded by experts and scientists and has wants for nothing. And yet you, I mean, you can tell externally just by his vocabulary that he's an intelligent man and would have to be. Um, but to believe he can't work these things out when you've got it all stumped is uh, you really have to, you know, um, shut down your faculties and just uh, let the let the hate kind of speak. Um, what about They're you? They're all having a... Oh, sorry, I was just going to say they're all having a laugh with us. Yeah, and of course they are. The, it's a big, big Barrington boys club, isn't it? Just firing off as usual. All of these people that come out of Eton and Oxford and so on, they are, they are the managerial class. Basically, the managerial class for the elite, because you have those who kind of sit on top, and then these minions and people who sit in the middle, who manage us in politics, all the technocrats and politicians and and so on and uh, yeah I don't know <laughs> it's true it's absolutely true isn't there they're, you know we've seen in so many different institutions organisations and clubs uh, these guys growing up and they grow up together I mean in so many of Boris's pictures there's uh, David Cameron as well um, and uh, obviously we had David Cameron as Prime Minister and then we've had Boris as Prime Minister and I'm sure we'll see more of the uh the great class come together in the the future. Um, yeah, what's your take on stuff, Chris? I think the the Riot Boys is a good film to to give a good description of uh, of how they are, um, or the the education or the upbringing, and uh, who they see themselves as. Very very good film that is, um, I have to say. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think. Um, uh, I think we spoke about the the BBC um, coming out and talking about the the COVID deaths um, being what exaggerated. It's not the exact words, but used, but they were exaggerated. Um, I think if this was a story that was actually being pushed like really, really hard and really like all over the place and everything, um, it it could be the perfect um, scenario. F- um, to see the fall of maybe this government and to introduce the you know the one world system to to kind of swoop in and take over of course yeah absolutely i'm so, um that's so, what's in america is that's what isn't it that's what's happening in america did you say yeah that well, that's exactly what's happening in america because what what they did really is they set trump up to be he they put him in almost to supposedly mess things up and then Biden and Kamala Harris have come in to clean things up but really what's happened is an even worse yeah. beast that's basically got in, into power well it's, we know it's all one system anyway but it's it was used as, as an excuse to bring in an even worse system and to bring in their system and yeah I agree with you Did you hear he's planning to rerun again Trump in 2024? That's ridiculous yeah, it almost he seems might. like they're going to get, uh, and obviously Biden has, uh, is it Syria? Uh, well, they've had the airstrikes this week. Mm. Isn't that funny that, so they call Trump a fascist yep. and everything else. And then what does Biden do? He he goes and continues the wars in the Middle East. Exactly. Yeah. You have, if anyone's listening, don't quote me. I'm, I'm fairly confident it's Syria. Um, but again, I don't really follow 
American politics because it's uh, it's a it's a clown show. I'll be honest. It's a it's a series that's a little bit too close to the you know the 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 disbelieving kind of Kardashian reality show um, that I I couldn't stomach it. I think, but maybe the 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 notion is let's bring Biden in, let's have a really disgusting four years, um, and then what will happen is when. Uh, when everyone's going, oh, Christ, what have we done? What did we do? I go, this things weren't this bad under Trump. Let's bring Trump back. You know, the, the resurgence of Trump. Um, yeah, and there's, there's, even more chaos. Yeah, of course, yeah. And he's, uh, about, you know, he's the guy to bring back. Um, just like how Tony Blair, oh, back on the That's scene. Disgusting. Oh, what, like, what a character. Yeah, he's been, and he is probably at the minute for the UK, he is the guy that's bringing in the vaccine immunity passports. And I know, do you know what I mean? He's had his time in the light. His influence in politics should be non-existent. Um, yep. Should be arrested. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. But he's a, a technocrat. So this is the thing. Yeah. Like he, at what point did you or me or anyone else, well, I don't vote, but um, at what point did anyone vote for him to come into the position that he's in now. Like, he, he just appears out of nowhere, comes back into politics and starts basically managing. He's part things. of that, yeah. the Fabian society, isn't he? When he's just in the background, yeah. he's making that those, yeah. those minute cuts into the culture that we don't see. Uh, yeah. And, and again, for, if you don't follow the right channels, he's been irrelevant for years, um, yeah. but we can see him cropping up. So immediately that he's, Never really left the scenes. He just changed the role. Yep. Sorry. He Sick looks evil as well. He Have does. you seen him? When he's come back, I don't mean to be a horrible dig at just aging, but he's got this kind of sinister, I don't know. Uh, Vampire kind of looking. Yeah, yeah. Look to him. yeah he looks same. like someone out of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Something, doesn't he? He looks like... Uh, I don't know, but he's he's on par with Bill. Like Bill Gates is obviously, yeah, like he's he's awful. But I mean, Tony Blair, you could put Tony Blair, Bill Gates, and a few others together, and they'd make quite a uh, quite a nice team. I do I hope think. that you know that we can test uh, black hole theory by just gathering up these people and just bundling them into it. I think um, they're going a different way with Elon Musk. Um, now they're trying to make him seem like he's kind of the, the hero. The yeah, the kind of he's he's a technocrat, but he's also not. He's one of the cool guys, and you know because he's come out and said, "Yeah, I'm not having the vaccine." Yeah, down you know down with that. Um, and well, they're trying to make him a bit more rogue and and controversial, but hmm. at the same yeah, time, he, puts, sorry, sorry, Karen. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say at the same time he's put what one point five billion into into Bitcoin, so to kick off the whole crypto um, currency, which is well, you know, obviously um, aiding um, the digital currency um, or the you know cashless society. It's frustrating how many people think Bitcoin is this general in decentralized system that the governments have no access to that that wasn't set up by them that you know it's nonsense 
There's, 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 you know, no one can really kind of trace Bitcoin back to any one particular facet. It just happened. And as we mentioned last episode, things don't just happen. You know, Facebook didn't just happen. It was created. You know, MySpace didn't just... All these things don't just happen. Um, oh, there's another... Uh, while we're talking about things that happen and, you know, on the polar opposite, the things that are made to not happen... Um, Obviously, there was lots of uh, kickback with Twitter censoring. Um, and we've seen that today. There's been videos, people have been recording them on Twitter where they are obviously doing screen catches. They're liking certain comments and then the like is removed instantly. Um, and it, uh, basically, when it happened, everyone else started putting up videos to basically, you know, to, to show this isn't just you happening, it's happening to me as well, only on the same posts. So J.K. Rowling, um, Harry Potter author, did a, a post about all the, the big push on trans because the government said that they're going to, they've allowed it so we can carry on calling mothers mothers now instead of uh, parents or any other thing. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I know, if, you know, it's thank close you, Exactly. <laughs> Call mothers mothers, you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, she put a post up basically, you know, saying, oh, you know, thanks for letting me have the term that I've always had. Um, and people are trying to like that post and it just won't, it won't like it won't let you follow it it won't let you like it if you try and share it it just fails um and and yeah that's been a that's been is although this is anecdotal um i've had two separate phones and two separate brands uh and will often use like screen recording software so i see a video say on BitChute or a particular section that i want to roll out to the guys or friends i'll screen record it as many people do because you can't you know you you don't want to share a full two and a half hour video you just want to share this 30 seconds of it and uh anytime i film stuff and i transcend it on whatsapp it just refuses to send you know i can i can take a uh, my my phone can record in 8k so i can take an 8k five minute video and we're talking five gigs worth of size and i can send it in three or four minutes on WhatsApp, but I can take a 30-second, 200-megabyte clip and it it will take an hour to send. It's absolutely... To, to, there is definitely an algorithm on WhatsApp that has a look at what you're sending. Um, and maybe that's what the process is. That's why it's taking so long. So it's it's basically uploading what your, what your file is, what you're trying to get out there. And there, there has been times I've gone, do you know what? It's lost its relevance now. Um, I've literally sent, tried to send something. I've gone to sleep, left it on there 24 hours, and it's only got to halfway. Um, and there isn't a reason for that. The, the file size isn't a reason. I've Googled around, but it's it's only very it's only really screen shares that refuse to do it. And again, that's because they uh, perhaps don't want you to see them. Um, I've, I've had it where uh, I've tried to send something and the audio is completely scrambled. That's yeah. happened a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've had that as well. It's um. Go back to Elon Musk real quick. Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to say, just it's nothing that special, but I, I just wanted to uh, go off of one of your points. That you were saying that he's been taken off in a different different direction and so on. It's it's weird because um, it is like they're trying to portray him in a positive light, and they're trying to make him, you know, seem all cool. And I was going to say, like, that's why they had him on. Joe Rogan, he's sitting there smoking weed, and he's like, I'm one of you. Look at me. Yeah, and it's like, you're really not. A gatekeeper um, sitting with another gatekeeper. Exactly. And obviously, whatever his company is, whether it's a front or not, I don't, 
I don't know, whatever. But he's, or his company again, I keep on saying him, um, they're in the process of coming up with these different bits of technology like Neuralink and and so on and talking about having brain chips in the brain. And, mm. and it's like, well, you need someone like him to promote that. If, I question if, if he's if, even the, the gentleman he says he is. You know, for a lot of his he, ideas, he just seems like they've tried to go, right, we need a kind of, uh, I mean, you know, we want this kind of Big Bang Theory. We want them to be seen as these kind of rock stars of the new age, these scientists. Um, let's get him in there. And let's, but he just looks like a face, really. He looks, he doesn't speak in a way. And, of course, many interviews and things are scripted and the, the questions and answers are organised beforehand so you know exactly what you're going to be asked. Um, but he doesn't have this air of, I don't know, this great, he's a bit like Neil deGrasse Tyson and he doesn't have this, this, this kind of on tap intelligence, um, just available. He seems very much like, I, I, I very much believe I could, uh, if presented with the questions and I had the team behind me that, that Elon Musk has, I could do a quite, uh, respectable impersonation of someone that actually knows what they're talking about. If, if you, Pretend you're semi-autistic, and I think you'll you'll be all right. There you go. It's worked for Greta, hasn't it? I mean, she's made a, an absolute yeah. killing off of it. Um, it's just a, yeah. I, I remembered what I was going to say when I. It's so hard to not go on diatribes in this because you start at one point, oh. and then you, your point that you were looking to make, obviously to 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 give the context of that, you have to branch out somewhere, and then getting back is sometimes impossible. So I do find myself doing that a lot. Um, but yeah, in regards to Twitter censoring, um, obviously a couple of, of uh, a couple of months ago now, when they took Donald Trump off Twitter, and I know that wasn't genuine um, in regards to it being, oh, let's get rid of him because he's a danger. It was planned, and it only strengthened his following. Um, but they've taken a lot of controversial voices off of Twitter and off of Facebook and off of social media, uh, and they went to Parler, which was the uh, the obviously like a essentially Twitter Twitter two. Um, but didn't actively sense that anyone had no interest in doing anything like that. Um, and that was shut down. So it, it, Amazon, who provided their servers, restricted the outreach um, because they refused to act as a publisher. Um, Twitter themselves said, we're not a, we're not a publisher. We're, a, we're essentially a social media site. People post on there. If it goes against our, our hate crimes, if it's, a, if it's you know hate speech, it's harmful rhetoric then we'll investigate and take it down um but we're not a publisher we don't decide who puts what on there and this and the other that's nonsense because they do clearly they've been caught doing that lots of times but parlor was your parlor had no interest in that so people were putting up all kinds of things and again parlor were taking down the stuff that you don't want to hear that is just straight up racism anti-semitism that kind of stuff but they weren't censoring and then Amazon said, "Look, we're getting rid of your things." Um, they desperately were looking for a, you know, a backup servers, and no one would sell. Uh, the Silicon Valley banded together and said, "We will not get the, let, allow these guys to get back on their feet." Um, so from that, everyone transferred to another popular site that was built in the same kind of mantra, which was called Gab. Um, I haven't signed up myself. Um, didn't sign up to Parler, um, but the, yeah. So, but this week, Gab has been. Um, and you, you couldn't write it. Um, Gab has been hacked by a group of what I believe, at least publicly, um, 
present themselves as transgender Satan worshipping hacking group. Um and the 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 the, uh, the the owner, the CEO of Gab come out and literally said we are being attacked by a tranny demonic hack conglomerate. Um <laughs> no joke. As I said you you couldn't write it. Um and they are they had all the um all of their member details leaked, passwords uh hr payroll lo- loads and loads of stuff has just been leaked absolutely like a, sm- a crazy one um to the point now where it's um it will probably be used to take the system down the actual so there you have silicon valley which is not we're, we're not operating in this kind of i always say capitalism is a lie because it isn't an open market it isn't a free market you know it isn't oh if you don't like twitter you don't like how twitter handles itself go somewhere else you know, use a different platform because you do, and then it gets taken down. So they're, they're, they're this nonsense. It's uh, it's the the illusion of choice, as is with so many things. But um, yeah, everyone, if you you know keep your eye out for those satanic tranny hackers because apparently they're on one at the minute. What a world we live in, eh? It's strange. Um, Let's roll. <laughs> You've got to laugh. I read it and I thought, wow, this cut. Is that just, is that him being hyperbolic? But then reading through, it actually wasn't. I had to have a little look up on the group themselves as well. So there you go. Um, let's run through some of the other wonders that we've um, got to look forward to. What about the um, the Brazilian um, variant, the guy that that's disappeared all of a sudden? I don't know about it. Educate so, me. So apparently, there's a there's a Brazilian um, variant that's uh, that's running wild at the moment, and uh, there was a guy that they had. Um, he was in, uh, I think he was meant to be in quarantine isolation, and he's just uh, he's disappeared. He's he's got so he's infected with the virus with the Brazilian version, and he's just disappeared. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Garifite put up a post earlier where he said uh, he's got friends in Brazil. Uh, and he messaged them and said, you know, what's what's this Brazilian variant like? And they're like, what do you mean? We haven't got a Brazilian variant here. He goes, we've we got a UK variant. And he said, <laughs> he said it's like uh, exchange students. You know, we're getting some of theirs, we're giving them some of ours. You know, we're all, we're all trading places, these coronaviruses. Um, but no, I didn't hear about that. And that makes, didn't we? And we did have that at the start of our own pandemic, didn't we? There was a uh, there were there were two big people. One was a super spreader, apparently, who went to a business meeting uh, as part of his work and came back and he said that he was a super spreader and they linked so many tens of thousands of cases back to just him. Uh, and there was a, I think it was a woman uh, who was she was either Polish or Romanian. I'm gonna I said it was it this was right at the start when she was forcibly quarantined and then apparently escaped quarantine and it was on the run and uh, they said she was another super spreader and uh it's good to see they're keeping i mean there's that you know they're staying consistent to everything um i don't know what to make of this brazilian it's it's down to um 379 households um they've they've narrowed it down so they've they've got 379 households where it could be Hiding it, right? Could, could, <laughs> could be. And I dare say they'll, they'll, you know, do you know what I mean? If, 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 uh, if you say something harmful on Twitter, 
or you say, you know, you make your uh, dog do a Nazi salute, as uh, I think it was Count Dacula did on YouTube before he had was dragged through the court systems for lifting his dog's foot up. Um, with no other uh, anything anti anything in there that you could class as hate speech, you know, just literally making the action with it. Um, they're around your house. The Twitter police are there around your house in no time. Um, and there's been so many videos circulating on social media recently where regular people are having police turn up on their doorstep and being like, you're under arrest for this Facebook post, um, you know, hate and discrimination speech or something online. And obviously the, this stuff reaches the, the mainstream as well. When you read what they said and you think, oh, really? You're arrested for that? You know, that wasn't, uh, that was pretty bog standard stuff. You know, I've seen worse stuff. Again, I got my <laughs> I got my YouTube channel deleted for calling Benjamin Butterworth a cuck. And I stand by it. Because um, definitely check out, he was on, um, what was he on? Uh, talk radio this week, saying how he thoroughly believes in uh, vaccine passports. And it's, um, you know, if the, if the people who aren't prepared to be part of society and, and, and protect one another and save the NHS are, are not prepared to be part of this collective, then they deserve restrictions. And I thought, oh, do you know what? The YouTube channel being deleted was worth it, just to let you know <laughs> how much I don't like you. Um, I don't know if people could, I don't know if people would be able to hold it together if they ever went to court, because I think people no. just want to burst that line. No. Apparently, all of the, um, the fines on businesses for opening during the pandemic have all been thrown out. So they uh, said there's about 274, uh, you know, the, the, the big fines, the five, the £10,000 ones that, that, that people have contested that have then gone up to the higher courts and they've all been thrown out. Um, which is, you know, when, when does that happen? You know, when do you really get dragged to the higher court? And then uh, there, there must be something there where they're going, do you know what, it's probably not worth us pursuing these people because legally we're in a bit of a grey area and they probably can't pay the money back because they have no money and have no business and have no work yeah yeah i mean i've just, I, I can't imagine they wouldn't be prepared to throw them under the bus and make an example of them like look at this person you know stood up against us ten thousand pound fine he's gone out of business you know don't be that idiot but it's, again, it all ha happens in the echo chamber, though. You don't hear about that side of it. You don't really hear it gets thrown out. You always have to to move to the opposite side of it. Can you look your business in the eye and risk a £10,000 fine? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly that, is it? It's um, But fair play to those people that did it because it's, um, you know, most people get a parking ticket or something like that where it's like, pay it now and it's 50 quid, but if you don't pay it, it goes up to 200 quid. And now cave, and imagine being faced with a £10,000, £15,000 fine um, and and the prospect of uh, if you go to go to court with it and it gets thrown out, which is a higher possibility because a lot of these people are using the Magna Carta and common law as the basis for their defence. Um and many judges don't know that and they don't really care about it so much because um, we're pretty much under the maritime law, aren't we? Law of the sea. And, um, yeah, and, and then you'll not only pay your £10,000 fine, but you'll also pay costs on top of that as well. So, yeah, fair play to those guys. I actually had the, the, the gall to stand up and, and, and do something. And, uh, as I said earlier, didn't do a hitchings and just cave because it felt like the convenient time to do so. Um how do we feel about the Queen this week telling us that it's selfish not to have the jab? 
<laughs> I know a lot of people that are not mad are not happy about that so it's funny how many people are like do you know what I've lost all respect for her yep really <laughs> what's she done for you that means you respect you know why why would you respect someone that's did you see her she went on a zoom call as well with uh lots of the other people and uh while her while her um her husband is in intensive care right yeah and obviously he took the vaccine and then straight after seemed to get very very ill mm-hmm. um and there's there's been no correlation between that apparently no one no mainstream wants to put in it anywhere that he could be ill because of taking the vaccine um but the timing is very appropriate wouldn't it be some uh i mean i don't believe they had it anyway um no i don't believe either of them do i think uh i think really he's uh what would you call it? This faux, you know, touch of death that he's the knife edge that he's currently dwindling on is uh, likely to say, "Look, it can ha- again." It's another one of those. Look, it can happen to anyone. You know, even even Prince Charles is at danger of it. You know, it happens from prince to pauper. This is happening to everyone. Um, and you think, no, come on, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he have it. But if he did have it, if if we concede and yield that he did have the vaccine. Wouldn't it be some measure of poetic justice that he got polished off by his own twisted machinations in this? It would be I shouldn't really uh shouldn't vote for that. But um I mean if he goes, I won't really shed a tear. Um he can join the uh he can join with uh old uh, Captain Tom, um, another Freemason <laughs> and uh you know uh, F for respect, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, Queen coming out and telling me I'm selfish. Oh, okay, thanks, Queen. Well, do you know what? If I get, if I have a severe adverse reaction, and I can no longer work, um, who's going to support me? You know, who's going to? I I can't sue. I can't sue Moderna or Pfizer and say, look, you've you've ruined my body. You've ruined my life. You know, with your vaccine, I didn't want to get. Um, I want compensation because now I can't live a life anymore. They're not going to give it. I'm not. I'm no chance. Indemnity is there, obviously. Um, so when I can't work, is the Queen going to pop down and help support me? No, of course not. There is um, a really good Instagram um, page called COVID nineteen vaccine reactions. It's got hundred and twenty five thousand followers on the moment at the moment, and it's where people actually post their um, their reactions. Uh, there's been a lot of deaths that um, that people have reported on this um, Instagram page. They they post that all the time, and that's uh, yeah. If um, it's it's up to anyone, it's their choice if they want to take a vaccine. Um, just uh, you know, look at the other side of things and look what the the adverse reactions have been. Um, and yeah, it's it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking how many people are consistently taking it and it's like what you said last week it's not it's not anything to do with they're taking it for their own health mm. that they're, they're doing it for others which is what the which is what people have been brainwashed to think yeah that absolutely. you're doing it you're not doing it for i'm not doing it for me i'm doing it for you so yeah. now i need you to do it for me exactly yeah 100 percent. that that is and it's it's never been that way uh and it shouldn't have to be that way and again if you're if you're vaccinated and i'm not vaccinated Who's more likely to get ill? Because I made the choice to not be vaccinated. Sounds like a dog. If yeah. you're vetted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
thing is, if I if I get ill because I refuse the vaccine, then surely that's evolution at work. That's what I just, that's natural selection, isn't it? And you, as the uh, superior and more intelligent life form, will exist where I will expire. I can't understand the, uh, but of you know, the same people will be like, "I'll oh, just get it." You're selfish. I hate you. <laughs> you know, die, 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 die. And he's like, "Oh, but you, but you want to protect me at the same time." It's um, as as we mentioned last episode, you know, outside of it, it so the NHS track and trace app. I think it. We've got enough evidence now, and it's been brought up in mainstream news this week that it's going to be repurposed at great expense to be the vaccine passport system which explains so much because people were saying early on hang on you've spent tens of billions getting this this junk app up and running if you have a look i had a look on the play store i'm sure it's the same for the, for the apple's app store if you have a look at the reviews every review is like this doesn't work it, you know it's my my partner's positive and i'm standing next to him and it's not pinging up it's nonsense one of them actually uh it, lots of people are saying not just one lots of people are saying that the app only tells you that you've come in contact with someone positive when you open it so there's people that have had the app haven't you know used it once haven't opened it for a week go back to it and it says oh you've been in contact with 20 people who are positive and you know you've been living your life for the week um so it's not a functioning system and and it was thrown away so easily um obviously in in, in lieu of the vaccines but the, it was an exorbitant amount of money to spend on something that was barely functional and now it seems that it's it's now being used it's going to be the the the, the vaccine immunity passport system um and again that's that's going to be up for consideration in june i believe it is so that's when they're gonna start talking about um how the infrastructure is going to go how it's going to take place the implementation of it um, and with everything that we've seen so far, if they say it's going to take six weeks, it's going to take 12 or more. So the notion that you're going to go on holiday this year is slim to none. Um, if we're lucky, and I say lucky as is a loaded term, you might slip away if you're prepared to get testing done. Um, and a country will accept a negative test for you to go but in regards to having your vaccination and you just walk up to the airport and be like yep here i'm, I'm done i've been vaccinated um ready to go the, not happening not happening this year the the ability again is being discussed in june discussed so there's going to be many weeks and there's many ethical um and hum, human right challenges to look over in regards to could this be discriminatory uh could it affect people who are not technologically literate all those different aspects to, to to think about and then again before we know it we're going to be uh you know they, they keep saying this is the last lockdown but we know we'll be back in winter in fact i'm going to make the, the the statement right now in this episode episode 11 what's the time 2046 uh on the 2nd of March, uh, that we will be in lockdown again um, this winter. Um, probably, what are we talking? I mean, it's going to be the tail, the, the final quarter, is it October, November, December, uh, depending on where they're, where, what they've got going on at the time and where they need to put, you know, where we're implementing their plan. But of course we'll be in lockdown again. Um, and it might not be quite as uh, 
because so many people have been vaccinated, obviously people are going to say, well, hang on, we've all been vaccinated, so why do we have to go back to the same level of a complete blanket restriction as before? So maybe we'll see something like a tier three or a tier four, which is, a again, a lockdown by any other name, just because you can go to certain shops. Your, your, your world is still locked down. A lot of life is still locked down and shut down. Um, you know, right now, if you're talking about because things are somewhat accessible, that doesn't mean it's a lockdown. Well, we're not in lockdown now then because you can still shop online, you can still click and collect, you still get takeaways. If we're going to be, uh, we're going to argue on semantics, we're not actually in a lockdown. So you actually, uh, you know, you have to kind of argue for that. But yeah, absolutely. Talent of this year, we'll be back in another one. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me um, if we see one of the new, the many new variants that they're talking about. Um, completely escape the the vaccines and they're going to go well this is why you know with the vaccines were ready but this brazilian variant for example um can get around the vaccines and, and that's why we have to lock down again because yeah da, 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 you know what i mean it doesn't any number of excuses but it's going to happen again um I, I do the, um, with boris's roadmap as well obviously it's not boris's but with the government's new roadmap that, that's just come out as well the uk obviously um it's uh, it's on the conditions that there is no variables and that everything goes to plan. So if any any little detail gets thrown off, like there's a new variant or vac- vaccinations don't continue on the same line of progression that they are at the moment, then, yeah, potentially we may not ever get out of this lockdown exactly so and that's so that's that's from them that's not that's not our word that's that's what they've said so and that's been picked up so many people have said you know he can't commit to anything they can't commit to anything they can't say look this has been enough uh time this has been enough pain enough damage to people's physical mental health relationships economy jobs everything we're gonna get firm on this uh they, they just were not prepared to commit to anything substantial and of course we know it's not going to go as it is. And the country will accept that, the vast majority. Um, again, 80% of people in this country are below the, I think it's a £35,000 threshold as an individual for um, getting the maximum amount of furlough. Um, and 80% of people agree with the lockdowns. So that that that, that is right there. Of course, if you're going to, if you have the capacity to stay home, um, not pay your expensive train ticket into London, not pay all your food costs while you're up there, your lunch costs, the commuting for hours on end, or petrol costs, or any of those other things, you get to stay home. You have more free time than ever. And as mentioned previously, it's not the case that these companies are going, look, you're working from home, but you're going to do exactly the same amount of work as you've always done. You're really, don't think you're having a free ride because you're off. That's not been the case for a lot of people. And a lot of people I spoke to, family included, who work for big companies. My brother works for uh, Barclays in London. He opens his laptop and opens his email client and then goes out for a two-hour walk, you know, when he should be working. Um, You bring his phone with him, might take a phone call from a client. But apart from that, it's, uh, you know, pretty much um, quite a nice time off. Um, And that's been, that that has evidently been the case for a lot of people. So, um, yeah, there isn't really... I mean, a lot of people don't really want it to end, as as crazy as that is. And it's uh, 
people are already coming out and saying, do you know what, when it does end, I don't want to, it's, it's amazing the amount of people are saying, I don't want anything to do with anyone that hasn't been vaccinated. You know, I don't, I don't want to share a restaurant, I don't want to share a pub with people that have not been vaccinated. I want complete segregation from these, from these people, which is great for us because the, the idea of being around any of these individuals any longer than absolutely necessary um, makes me want to take a... If only you could vaccine against stupidity and ignorance. Um, but yeah, this is crazy. Prince William and Kate also came out this week and urged people to get the vaccine. Something I brought up with the guys earlier and I found very, very interesting is that not just myself... Um, but my partner, my friends, family, you know people, a lot of 35, 30-year-old people, one of my friends, 20, again, the one I mentioned earlier, 21 years old, are being offered the vaccine now via text. Uh, my friend, um, about 30 years old, have got a text saying, do you want a vaccine? No issues, no health issues, no ailments, nothing that makes him vulnerable, nothing there at all. Are getting text about the vaccine. And we're not meant to be in this age group yet, not by a, a long shot, um, which is very strange. So either they've just decided to completely drop this organised and structured system and go after everyone in age groups, which would make the most sense. And there's been nothing that would indicate that that has been the case, that they've dropped the, the, the classification criteria for it. Or a lot more people are rejecting the vaccine than they thought would. Um, and now they're moving down to the lower groups because they've effectively burnt through the, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, way, way earlier than they believe they would. There obviously has not been great vaccine uptake, which is, I find it coincidental, where's a coincidence bell, um, that we're now having the monarchy come out and saying, you need to get it, you need to take it, take the vaccine, take the vaccine. Um, reported just last week, about 49% of GPs have blanketly refused it. Um, I don't think this is going as well as they hoped it would. Perhaps not. Project Fear is uh, obviously not as. Uh, I mean, it's it's fair. It's fairly transparent, and if you have the, if you find any news website that still accepts comments, uh, Daily Mail, just as a off the cuff example, and there is a, a you know, I looked at one talking about the Brazilian variant the other day, and you go down to the comments. The comments previously, which are all like, everyone needs to stay home, this, you know, they're the complete other way. They are talking about Bill Gates. They're talking about uh, Event 201 and Agenda 2030 in, in China. They're, they're talking about all this stuff. And they are getting hundreds of thousands of, uh, hundreds and thousands of likes compared to dislikes. So the, the information war, at least from what we can witness, has completely changed hands. Um most polls I've seen, even from independent organisations, are vastly showing that the the divide that people are not getting the vaccine, they're not up for mandatory vaccines, and they're not up for discrimination against people who refuse to get them as well. And then you have the couple of the sponsored ONS ones where they show it, but even on the ONS ones, the government's own ones which have been called out a couple of times, you're still seeing about a 50-50, 40-60 spread. Um, and again, if that wasn't that way, it wouldn't get publicised. So, yeah, I don't... Uh, I really don't think that it's going as well as they want it to go. Um, and that's why they're pulling out the, the big guns of Queen Vic, uh, hoping she's going to 
convince us, not with those lizard eyes. She always reminds me, if anyone's ever seen, um, ever watched Doctor Who, the, 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 obviously the, the more modern series, uh, there was a really early episode um, when Christopher Eccleston was Doctor Who where a lot of the the monarchy and the high-ranking uh, government officials like the Prime Minister and stuff were just aliens in in skin suits and just ripped out to eat people. And I always imagine that's what the Queen is. I think as soon as she goes back into, you know, back into Buckingham Palace, she just uh, sheds her skin and starts crunching down on all the poor <laughs> abandoned children that they've managed to scoop up in the the great big nets. Something to consider. I think we should do a. There should be some excavation under the uh, under the palace. <laughs> I'm just going to make a comment about. Um, I find it funny that. Um, so, the government's supposed to care about public health, and it seems to be that our own health isn't in our hand in our own hands anymore. And it's up to the government to, uh, you know, and these different bodies to basically look after us. And it's like, since I, I'm not too sure when that kind of come in. And if that is the case, and if they really care about public health so much, and we mentioned it before, but surely, as much as it would cause an outrage, like surely banning cigarettes should probably be on the, on the top of the list than banning tobacco. Absolutely. Surely, absolutely. Like taxing, taxing alcohol perhaps would be on high on the agenda. Um, stop, like, I'm not being funny, new fast food restaurants are appearing everywhere, probably yeah. more than ever, and their, their, uh, their stocks and shares and the amount of money they're bringing in now is probably higher than ever. Well, surely, like, these places should be shut down. Um, they should take all the soft drinks and those kind of things off the shelves. They should, they could start taxing or just take all the shit food and junk food off the shelves. Like if they care about public health, surely there's other things they should be doing in order to mitigate that, like the ill effects of those things. Of course. Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we know as, uh, as those pesky vegans here, myself and Nathan, that the government, in, in pretty much most Western countries, puts a vast, vast amount of money into subsidising meat and milk and cheese and eggs. So they, they, they actively put money towards these companies so it is cheaper for you to buy them. So they're paying your way so you can you can buy meat and you can buy eggs and you can buy cheese. Um, they're not doing that with vegetables. Where's the pay the way with the fruits and the veg and all that stuff? Surely they should go, look, we want as many people to buy this stuff as possible. And if it's dirt cheap, then more people will buy it because it is just so cheap. Or, and, uh, organic. The, 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 the hardest thing to come by is organic food, which would be obviously the healthiest option for everyone. And obviously not everyone can have access to organic food. But I mean, if there's anything to be subsidised, surely it should be orga organic food. Absolutely. Especially organic fruit, veg, and so on. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's um, it, heart disease, as I said earlier, is is the biggest killer of both men and women, um, in the West, and it's by a factor of ten times more than COVID could ever hope to touch. And it is an epidemic that's just growing and growing and growing. That's a real pandemic, and has been for yeah. ages. And, and and what has the government? 
you know, really done. Um, they brought the sugar tax in, at least in the UK, where they cut some of the sugar out and chucked in aspartame. Um, and amongst all the other questionable neurological effects that aspartame and artificial sweeteners have, because many of them have not been around for a long, long time and have not had extensive research done on them, uh, oftentimes they're linked directly to weight gain. So there's people that are drinking these diet sodas thinking that they're better for them and still putting weight on and just can't. They go, look, there's no, there's no calories in my drink and I'm doing everything right. Why am I not losing weight? Because sweeteners don't encourage weight loss. And the, the the verdict is pretty clear on that. So it was only a it was only a move in um what do you call it? It was only a to kind of satiate their responsibility. Um, it's it's strange, isn't it? They they they're perfectly happy to be involved with this one singular aspect of our health, but everything else is is no place. There's you know there's no room to talk about any of this kind of stuff. Um. Yeah, it's and we we openly allow. Um, this was actually brought up by the corporate report recently, um, and he's talking about the uh, male sperm rate, uh, sperm count, and the uh, male fertility rates dropping just like a stone, basically in the past fifty years, and yep. especially in the in the past uh, twenty or thirty years. And it's like that's obviously that's not a concern though because they want the population down so that's not classed as a as a uh, as a pandemic or exactly. something that should be exactly. public health yeah, really and they say they can't they don't know you know uh where it happens so in the in the entire population of brazil they can find that one individual person who is apparently the the brazilian current then they can track him all the way through his travel into the uk to some you know to a small area um and and we're kind of you know supposed to believe that they have that level of uh micromanagement but they can't do it pr- pretty much anything else they can't literally can do nothing else they can that's what i said about cigarettes and and as you mentioned how can they lock our entire country down for a year and close the economy and 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 spend billions hundreds and hundreds of billions a debt that will never be recovered um yeah. and separate parents from burying their children, burying their grandparents, do all this stuff and say, oh, we can't take cigarettes or people that smoke. Do you know what I mean? How could they, how is, no, that is such nonsense. It's, it's lazy. It really is lazy. And again, because it's not, um, there's, there's no interest in it. There's, there's no interest for them. It's not part of the agenda. It's not about health. It's, uh, I mean, if, if it's, if, even if you believe, say you don't believe any of this and, you don't believe there is a technocratic system. You don't believe they're bringing in a, a fourth industrial re- re- revolution. You have to at least concede that in their eyes, wealth is more important than health. And that should get you annoyed itself. Do you know what? This is the thing. We're not, whatever place you, as long as you're dissatisfied with what is going on, there should be solidarity amongst all of us. It doesn't just have to be about, it can be about this government, but the people who are annoyed want to do something about it and they don't just want to go, oh, this bloody government. Um, did mention, just going off topic slightly, um, when we mentioned a, a little while ago and we've thrown the, the, the phrase cytokine storm round a, a, a fair few times, um, and I've also mentioned the article from the BMJ, um, which says that by having the vaccine, 
you open yourself up to far, far worse uh, wild variants of the virus. And there is a specific name for that, and I can't remember what it is. I need to. I found it, and then I lost it. it begins with P, but there is a specific name for the uh, event when you inoculate yourself against uh, a virus uh, and then that makes you really really susceptible to other variants of it other strains of it and your cells do not recognize it as it should so when you naturally catch a cold your t-cells will recognize and remember the basic construct of the cold that you've got and it learns to fight it and the difference with the mrna vaccines is they're not your your system is not recognizing a cold it's not getting a cold, registering it, recognizing it, drawing it well, like one of its French women and then keeping that details for future information. It's literally implanting a, a spike protein and telling your body to make coronavirus in it. But that, that alleviates your cells. I think a lot of these people need to look into epigenetics uh, in the fact that you can, you can take something and you can switch how a cell works. You can switch it off forever. You can literally turn off your body's script in how it regulates things and again that's what so many people so you know so many people who dabble and it's a, a growing epidemic with with men jumping into steroid use especially younger guys who you know they work out for two or three years and they find out that they don't look like the guy on men's health cover they don't look like these athletes and they jump in steroids because they want to get that body that they've seen plastered everywhere and then they start, if they ever want to come off, they have health issues. They then try these series of drugs that are going to bring them back online and it doesn't work or it works to some degree and they're shut down and they never are able to reboot their system. They're never able to do it because they, they make an epigenetic change that, that has, that has changed them. And again, this is so much of the fight with um, them. I think America now is pushing the age of consent for children to accept sex or whatever you call it sex uh regulating or changing drugs so i think they're pushing it down to 11 years old now without parental consent that you can go and just say look i i I, i'm a boy but i feel like a woman i'm not actually at puberty yet but i i feel like i'm in the wrong body and the parents can't come in and say no it's not it's not happening um the the children can get removed um, from the parents but they what they don't realize is that you can't for example you can't pump a, a, a boy you can't pump a boy full of female hormones and then when you stop giving them female hormones they'll just turn back into a man and even if you then pump them with testosterone to try and reverse it it doesn't work like that because you can make epigenetic changes that will never ever change that will be stuck and locked on um and that is the big worry with these vaccines and this is what mike eden um of former pfizer for 40 years research and development come out and said that these are these is this is a, a gene therapy this is reprogramming cells and that's why even on Pfizer's own website they call it a technology they're not saying this is a vaccine they're saying it's a technology that is their own parlance for this it's a technology delivery system and again I can't really express enough that that's not me being uh, hyperbolic again that is their own words it is a technology delivery system and it reprograms your cells. So when you get a, again, you get a wild or a wild variant, a new strain, your body cannot fight it because it doesn't know how to fight an infection anymore. It's been reprogrammed 
to only be able to fight infections are injected into it that it gets the blueprint for. You know, it can't do it. It, it literally can't do it. Um, and when you get a new bug, it's going to turn what would have been, oh, I've got the cough or I've got the flu for three days into what? Full-blown pneumonia uh, or, or worse, things that will genuinely kill you, things that are dangerous to you. And um, we, we brought that up on the show and kind of discussed it before. And as if by clockwork, because we're all waiting for it. We're all waiting for the, Bill Gates has already said, you know, this pandemic right now is not the big one. You know, we're going to get over this. But the one after that is coming. And that's the one that we're going to see. And that's the one where they're talking about food shortages. Um, there was Deagle, I think it was, which was a, a population tracker that the governments of the world actually use to keep track of things. They said there's going to be a 50 million reduction in the population in America next year, unexpectedly, for no reason whatsoever. And Deagle's always been pretty spot on. It's, uh, it's, it's not a conspiracy website. Again, it's a population tracker that governments use. And um, as if by the, the sun this week, said Spanish flu pandemic that killed 50 million could return as COVID may make seasonal outbreaks worse. And that's from the World Health Organization. So they're already putting that number in your head. The Spanish flu killed 50 million could return because COVID has made the outbreaks worse. It's not COVID that's made any future outbreaks worse. It's these, these uh, very, very likely, these vaccines that you were going to get. Uh, and again, this was picked up from the BMJ. And I tell you, I had a screenshot of that study. And I sent it out to everyone. I sent it out to family. And then I lost the bookmark and I tried to find it. And I must have been Googling for about an hour and a half because it was so important that that was actually done in a peer-reviewed publicized study from a credible source and and luckily so one of a family member actually bookmarked it themselves when i sent it for them and sent it back so i, I have it again um but yeah absolutely it's already been picked up that if you already if you take this you're opening yourself up you're changing how your cells process and i, I do think everyone i know that's had the vaccine again anecdotal but there you go everyone i know that's had the vaccine they said they've had a really rough ride of it you know, I've, we had a lot of vaccines in school. I've got friends that have the flu jab <clears throat> that work in healthcare. And you never see people wiped out by it. But the four people I know that have had it have all had a really, really rough time of it. <clears throat> I mentioned um, someone I work with um, who was really fit, really healthy, really active, good diet, um, literally was bed bound for a full week um, with it. And now my friend with the uh, inflammatory uh, fingers and toes, it's all over the place. Well, and that's only the first one. So imagine what the second one's going to be like. And then I think they're, they're saying that you need a, you're, you're going to need a third one. Or a booster every 90 days, some some people have said. And it's, that's the thing, it's so convoluted as well, isn't it, again? Because, yeah, we don't know what's gonna, what they're going to put out on us. And that's just the the strains we have now. Obviously, if there's, there's, you know, they're saying two, maybe three jabs for what's here right now. But if there's a new COVID-22 next year, it's a new jab. It's a new vaccine. That's the yeah. thing. That's what no one's really talking about. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I, I, 
I think the thing that knocks me the most is that even if you do take it, you can still con- contract it. You can still pass it on. You still got to wear face masks. You, s- um, you still got to social distance. You, <laughs> you, it, it just baffles me. It baffles me why you would want to take it. It's still in its trial stage. Um, it hasn't been fully tested. Hasn't been out for the year and a half that most vaccines are, or all vaccines are, are meant to be out for. Um, before you know it becomes um, open to the public, um, yeah, I, I just I cannot for the life of me see why anybody. I mean, if you have that sort of information to hand instead of um, watching what's going on in the news, mm. um, why anybody would want to even think about taking one? Someone on Twitter made the the the, the great point that if someone offered you a contraceptive, that couldn't guarantee you won't get pregnant, couldn't guarantee that you wouldn't spread STIs or catch STIs and would make you no guarantee. And then you, again, you had no, you had no right to complain. You had no right to, to anything, to call them out on the lies. Would you use that as a reliable thing? Would you go, yeah, that's fine. We, you know, we don't want kids. Um, and we'll take this con, you know, it's, it's exclusively to these vaccines that people are willing to, to roll that dice um, and then believe that it's all going to be fine. And it's, and the, 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 the frustrating thing is they don't, they say this stuff. Do you know what I mean? The, the manufacturers are saying, look, we cannot guarantee that you will not get it. We can't guarantee that if you get it, you won't die from it. And we can't guarantee you spread it. They're not, they're not making that claim. So they're not misleading you. You're misleading you. You're just not reading the information that's out there, which is, you know, if you're wearing a mask, fair enough. Because you could go, right, um, I can put a mask on and off and it's, uh, you know, I have to wear it and it's inconvenience and uh, it's it's different. It's somewhat different if, if, you, if you have to wear a mask, you can, it's not there constantly. And there can come a time when you can take a mask off or at any time, because it's not a legal requirement. You can say I'm not going to wear this mask everywhere. This mask is causing me health issues. I'm gonna. I'm now exempt because of the issues that this mask is causing me. It's causing me respiratory issues. You can't decide after getting the vaccine that it's not working for you, and then go back on it. You know, you can't do a. <clears throat> it's very akin to anyone's ever done a software update on a phone. It's exclusively tells you once you've gone onto this software version, you can't roll back. You know, if you've got a phone that 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 bricks itself, if you've got a phone that all of a sudden it doesn't work, the touchscreen doesn't work, the speaker doesn't work, all my apps just don't work, they don't close, nothing works. Everything's gone haywire. Uh, and, and you go, oh, well, I'll just roll back to the previous. You can't do that. This is your new reality now. So what do you wait for? You wait for a new patch. You wait for a new bit of technology. But they're not making patches for you. You know what I mean? They're not. If you take a vaccine and you end up with, uh, say you end up with, with Bell Palsy, uh, half a paralyzed face. Um, on the next vaccine, they're not saying, oh, here's a vaccine for Bell Palsy. They're going to carry on with coronavirus. They're not worried about you and you're on your own to then live with the, 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 the what you chose to do. And you're going to go, oh, why didn't I read? Why didn't I research? Why didn't I do anything with this? This was so important, but at the time it just seemed... 
so easy and so straightforward. Um, and again, that's what's already spoken about smoking. How many millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people have we lost to smoking because a big company and subsequent many governments were lobbied to go along with the notion that it was good for you, that it's fine for you. We've lost millions of people, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people because of smoking. And we will lose hundreds of millions more, sadly, because of essentially lying and, and, and you're choosing to believe it. Um, and I, I can't, I mean, I can't understand it myself why you would put something in you that you don't know factually i mean it's different if it's not different it's not different if you have a a, a legal ground if it goes wrong to come back because if you get anyone who's been you know if you take someone who's been paralyzed um there's for example uh 22 people in the uk have gone blind after having the vaccine now full-blown blind and you, even if it was the case where they said, look, we realise it was our vaccine that blinded you, here's half a million pounds, we're so sorry for doing it, what one of those people wouldn't trade that half a million straight back to get their eyesight back? Do you know what I mean? That's, uh, that it, it isn't like that. And uh, I think until you've, until you've got it and you've been ill from it, like I said, my friend, the first, she was all for it. And the first thing she said when the symptoms flared up was, oh, why did I take it? Why did oh, I didn't, well, you know, absolutely scared out of her mind, like, and, and thinking, why did I do this to myself? And and again, hopefully things will get better, but for a lot of people, they don't get better. And it's, um, it's one thing for yourself, and now they're coming after the kids as well. And, and we, we said this earlier in the week, you know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, oh, we're going to start offering the, the vaccine out to your kids. And they're going to come through you, obviously, because they can't go through the kids. And they're going to go, we want to vaccinate your kid. And you're going to go, so GPs are already doing this. If you get called up now by your GP, many of you will know this already, and they offer you a vaccine and you say, I don't want the vaccine, you go down as a refusal and you're put onto a, a list. Uh, and people have reported this and they have phone calls on social media where the people are going, oh, see, I'm going to, unfortunately, I'm going to have to put you down as a refusal for this. You know that, don't you? And it's a veiled threat, and no one knows what it means, but they've already said that the councils and the uh, respective jurisdictions will be going round, and they're going to try and incentivize people. But obviously, they're going to start with the honey, and then they're going to move to the vinegar if you refuse all the, uh, the, the probably financial incentives to actually go ahead and get it. Um, it is, yeah, it's, it's all quite concerning um but let's uh have you guys got sorry i don't want to move on if you guys got something you want to add to that um the only thing well one of to be honest there's so many stories coming out at the moment um there's no point going for all of them because there's too many but one of the i'll just direct people to the article rather than going through it all because there's the whole uh transcript of different things and there's a video and other bits and bobs um, yeah, there's a story about a German uh, residential home, nursing home, and basically they were all forcibly, um, forcibly inoculated. And out of the 31 residents in the home, 
uh, eight of them died almost, uh, yeah, they, they died very quickly after having the vaccine. And, yeah, the story's all over the place and people coming out all over the place now with the same sort of stories and especially in Germany at the moment. For some reason in Germany, it's a pandemic. <laughs> Pardon the pun, but it is. It's a, it's a shall I say, epidemic over there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, basically they're going into... They're going into homes and forcibly vaccinating the elderly in these homes against their will. Horrendous. And some people, some of these people who have been really healthy, uh, and you can read it in the article. Oh, sorry, I'll direct people to it. Um, uh, so it's on, it's not just on this website. It's a, you can find it in other places and other links, but, it's also been wiped off of Google in certain places, as it would be. Um, it's on Health Impact News. It's called Whistleblower 8 out of three, uh, 31 residents dead in Germany at German nursing home after they were forcibly injected with Pfizer experimental RNA COVID shots against their will. So that's the article you want to read. But again, there's so many out there, hundreds. Yeah, there, there was also... Um I think there was uh, South African people at um, a bus stop, and I can't remember what what nation it was. There's another nation that they've brought in into the country to to do vaccinations, um, and I think it was about six or seven um, people at a bus stop, and they just injected them all. Um, um, forced forced vaccine. They they rolled up, injected them all. Um, apart from one, one got away and ran away. Um, all of them that got injected with the vaccine, they died on the spot. Sounds unbelievable, isn't it? It literally set you. You listen to it and you go, "That it's just it can't Surely be true." It, yeah, it can't, but it but it is, and that's the that's the scary nature of of a lot of history. Um, in that it it just can't it can't be happening. Um, Our government would never do that. That's what people have always said throughout history, and look how look how things have turned out through history. Yeah, I was going to say there's a um, downloaded a book um, that I, I read a review on and decided I really want to read it. Um, although he's a bit of a you know a bit of a it's a bit Hollywood so to speak. Um, Jesse Ventura has a book called Sixty Three Documents the Government Doesn't Want You to Read. Um, you can download it on a PDF drive dot uh, com. Um, and you can probably find many copies online as well. I think Amazon is selling paperback copies for about £8 as well. Um, but it goes over Northwoods, it goes over MK Ultra documents, it goes over loads of stuff, and obviously the the, the, the book is full of the prints of the documents themselves and that kind of stuff. Um, and it shows you so many, so many instances of uh, intentional false flags and uh, attacks and... Um, attacking their own citizens and genocides and all these different things, uh, stuff that you're never taught of in school and, and likely to this day have absolutely no idea about whatsoever, no idea existed, um, all sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, that's a might be one. And, and again, it, it will probably be quite a nice um, introduction to stuff that isn't way, way too heavy. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be that you're into conspiracies. It could just be that you're... You know, there's a, a lot of people that are into things that happened, um, you know, during the wars and the, the, the kind of secret and shadow history of the nations, countries of the world. So even if you like a kind of mystery, uh, that, that's a that's a good place to start. Um, 
I'll move on quickly because this again is is a was a nice little victory and it was nice to see and it was nice to see them. Um, the World Economic Forum put out on their Twitter and their Facebook page, uh, lockdowns are quietly improving cities around the world. Oh yeah, and uh, that was shredded. There's there's no other word for it. It was absolutely decimated. And understandably, how you can say when we can't see our families, uh, can't get married, can't have big funerals, no economy, jobs, you know, the the world is falling apart at the seams that cities are improving. Um, and they posted out less than, I think it was, it was the same day, saying, uh, we're deleting this tweet. Lockdowns aren't quietly improving cities around the world, but they are an important part of the public health response to COVID-19. But it shows the mindset behind these people. Do you know? It shows the mindset that you would look outside and see what's going on and say, wow, look at how the cities are improving. It shows how out of touch these sociopaths are with any semblance of regular... It's it's mind-blowing. It's that... Again, that that someone in their PR department didn't look at that and go, hang on a second... (laughs) You know, a lot of people are probably suffering right now with mental health, and there's there's probably a lot of stuff going wrong. Uh, sh- should we say it's a you know cities are improving, our big cities are improving because they're definitely not. Understandably, you know, London is. Uh, I guarantee if we take a snapshot of London before January twenty twenty, and we take a look of it now, there would be no aspect of it that has improved apart from, uh, you know, maybe maybe pollution. Um, you, from from a lack of of car transport, but again, that's is is that worth the 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 death toll we're seeing from all the undiagnosed cancers, the heart diseases? Uh, is is it is it worth everything that we've gone through? Is it worth the complete reimagining of our society? It's not, and you watch how every single thing that they talk about um, in terms of the Great Reset doesn't doesn't pull through and doesn't work and doesn't um yeah they're, they're not going to feel fulfill anything that they're they're talking about yeah 100 absolutely i've got uh but it's good the, the 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 emphasis has to be that they put something up and by the sheer vitriol of all the people that read it they took it back down again and apologized for it uh, and again it's it's they have to work in the dark. That's why so much of this is is obfuscated and it, it has to be in the background because they can't operate on the surface. And when we've spoken before, uh, and, and we'll speak again, and we're again we're still overdue our episode on it, um, frankly, because it's such a involved subject and it's got so many layers and it requires, oftentimes it requires a lot of reading. It's, it's qu- quite hard to convey without giving you the examples and the pictures in front of you, which is hard to do over this medium. Um, the, the, the the symbolism um, and esoteric nature of a lot of what they do is because they have to do it that way because they can't, they can't really communicate. They're not open people. They're not honest people. Uh, and when it's behind closed doors, they can communicate. And when it's not behind closed doors, they need a, a method of exchanging without us flagging up that something's wrong. Um, and again, this this was probably a tweet they put out for this certain people, and it got shot to bits. It wasn't cryptic enough, but again, it does clearly demonstrate intent, and that's um, yeah, we can't trust these guys. 
Yeah, you can't trust them. Never, never could. Obviously, the, you bring uh, the the world's most powerful billionaires in one place and talk about ways they can centralize and consolidate power that will put them in a better standing than they've ever been. Of course, they're going to love it. You know, they're, they're all about that. Um, I was, well, sorry, I was going to say I was I was reading through uh, Patrick Wood's book earlier, the uh, techno technocracy rising book, and he was talking about transhumanism and the he's talking about the World Economic Forum and a few other uh, bodies like that and he was saying about how um, just kind of adding on to what he was just saying there they they want to transform what people are they want to transform us and they want us to be uh, they want us to be a part of the economic system and and they want us to be commodified and they, they don't want us to have, they, they don't really want us to live in uh, old types of systems like democracy and everything else. They just want us to be these units that just fit into their, uh, their playbook and their chessboard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah spot on. Um, it's actually quite thankful that you touched on changing us and transhumanism. Um, yeah. because my next two little nuggets um are, are, are quite um first of all, one's one's going to make you laugh and the other one's going to make you probably it's going to make you, your toes curl. Um, so the first one popular has been around everywhere this week. Um, Hasbro has decided to rebrand the Mister Potato Head toy, uh, and it's now a gender neutral potato head. So uh. Which is strange because we've we had a Mrs. Potato Head. There was no misogyny there. It wasn't the the toxic patriarchy working against it. We had both genders, but I suppose that doesn't really um, represent the. Uh, I don't know how many genders there are now. Is is it's unknowable, isn't it? Apparently, genders a genders a spectrum. So, Infinite. Yeah. So maybe we we're gonna start off with a small range of fifty potato heads um, at various stages. Um, <laughs> maybe a Bruce Jenner potato head as a kind of, you know, the the spearhead of it. Um, so ridiculous, obviously, patently ridiculous. And I think that's why it's receiving so much attention. But this this notion, as Nathan said, well, they're, they're trying to change us. They're trying to change everything about how we think, who we are, what we know. They're, and this is why they said sex and gender are different. They're not. No, they're not. Whether you go on some postmodernist course about gender theory that's only existed for the last 20 years. It doesn't mean anything has, has actually changed just because you feel it's changed. Um, and and th this not a debate that's ever going to – it never feels right for a lot of people. Um, obviously, I said earlier, they, there's been so much battling because they wanted to stop calling mothers mothers. Um, they're, they're, they're saying that they're going to stop using the word breastfeeding now and chest feeding, uh, even though any any – man that attempts to chest feed a, a baby will not be met with very fruitful results. Um, but they are trying to turn everything on its head. Um, and, yeah, so we've got Mr. Potato Head being rebranded. Sit down for this one. Uh, from the BBC, uh, sex therapists insist men can have sex with men and still be 100% straight. Um, here's a quote. Um when straight men have sex with other men, it's not a gay thing; it's a guy thing. Ah, I don't. Um, 
really mm. have ever felt that way. You know, when did the when did the agreed upon and universal verbiage of no homo stop being relevant? Do you know what I mean? It's that that's the I I shake hands with a man who holds my hand for too long, and I feel the the there's a tension between us, um, and it's to to say that that I'm allowed to have sex with other men, and that's that's not gay, and that's a guy thing, and that's what bros do. I, I don't know who wrote this. It's, it's, it's not been my case, uh, but maybe I'm maybe I'm the minority here. I'm a white cis heterosexual. I need to be put down. There's, there'll be a camp of people like me. There will just be a big. There'll be a ranch somewhere where we'll all be walking around, like grazing on uh, on grass, and there'll be, oh, what are they over there? Don't go near them. They're the, the, the straight white males and the non-vaxxers, the anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers. Uh, don't go near them. I quite like the idea that I'd be put on a little island somewhere um, and just left left to to rebuild from the ashes. And build back My beach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What a what a world! But it, again, it goes with with kind of what we mentioned that the the idea is is let's normalise this, and 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 don't get it twisted. Uh, you, uh, you know, I've got gay friends and 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 have nothing against that. I have a problem with the culture that who cares who you sleep with? Who cares who I'm sleeping with? You know, if you're a guy or a girl and you're sleeping with the same sex. That's not you. That's that's a that's a facet of you. But why, why identify yourself as that thing in the same way that you don't identify as being a certain height or a certain color? You know, you be a be a person. Don't be an orientation or a race. There's so much more to you that you can define yourself by, as being good men or good women. You know, entrepreneurial, kind-hearted people, outgoing. Uh, intelligent, you know, correct. Oh, there's so many facets that you can use to describe you um, that that don't necessarily have to to to, to be all about this. Um, and again, that it, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be pushed down your throat because people accept it. People do accept it. You know, of course, there are idiots that are homophobic and racist and anti-Semitic, and they are the outliers that no one likes and no one respects, and and they're just there. They're, they're going to exist on the fringe um, of society as they are on the fringe of the spectrum of intelligence and, and, and empathy. They, they always exist there. Um, and we the, the, the best thing we do is just not put their nonsense out onto the greater world. You know, there's, that's what I said. If, if I'm all for social media and stuff, shutting down hateful rhetoric when it is generally hateful um, and not conflating that with debate or discussion because it's not the same thing um political exactly yeah yeah exactly um you know there's been a lot of talk about the housing crisis in the uk this week um because i think richie uh, sunak or ricky sunak whatever his name is it's some of the, uh was mentioning about housing in london how it's going to be he's being challenged by another chap who said he can make a hundred thousand hundred thousand pound houses in london which seems just nonsense to on on the face of it good luck to him um but uh but yeah it's uh it's kind of um it's it's just all over the place is 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 literally the, the what we're seeing now it's um it's just a let's take everything let's try and normalize it let's flip it let's do all this stuff and uh of course what is the 
often unmentioned and and uncomfortable parallel to what a lot of what they're doing with this especially with the trans movement when they're using it as a lot of you know as, as effectively saying that you know these guys are mentally different in their mind uh and it doesn't matter if it's true or it has any basis in reality you're not allowed to challenge that you know again this postmodernist worldview where if they say it, it's that way if they say they're a man they're a man if they say they're a woman they're a woman that's how it is deal with it and you're being legally made to accept an ideology if you have a Google and you put things in regarding paedophilia being natural or being normal, you will see dozens of articles. That are, you get more every year saying that we need to encourage it, we need to accept it. Um, it's a natural, normal, um, and can be a completely harmless state of being. Um, and it's not somewhere where I think it's not a train we particularly want to stay on to the to its ultimate fruition, which is again probably the goal. Um, yeah, don't. It's not. Uh, not. No. Not. A, I'm gonna keep with women. I think I'm gonna. I know that makes me a bigot, and I'll probably get shot down for that and limit my future prospects. But I know I'm staying with camping. Um, last. You're not progressive enough, are you? Huh? You're not progressive enough, are you? I'm not, and it's something I'm going to work on. And you know, maybe, uh, maybe I could start with the the, the the trans guys and girls, and then I could kind of progress through. To, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. It's just not in me. It's not in me. Um, literally, <laughs> it won't be in me either. Um, last but not least, uh, from the Independent, and this one is just probably the most incredulous thing of the night, actually. Um, not a single case of flu has been detected by Public Health England in 2021. So we're in March now, and this was just this week that's printed. So in full three months, no one's caught the flu. Not a single person in the whole of the UK. You know, there was, I think, 64,000 flu cases last year and a 10, was it 17,000 odd deaths, I think it was. Uh, worldwide, several hundred million uh, flu cases. Again, tens of millions of deaths. Um. But flu's disappeared. But they also said that flu next year is going to be the big killer. The Spanish flu is going to return next year because of what's happening with COVID. And COVID cases are still going up, but flu has gone down. I hear the defence. Well, it's because we're locking down and we're washing our hands and we're wearing masks and that's made flu disappear. But it hasn't made COVID disappear. And they've got the, tra the same transmissibility. So, yeah, we, we, uh, the cure has finally come. You know, for years we've looked for the cure for the common cold, which has plagued man since its inception. Uh, and we've found the cure, and it's uh, it's COVID-19. It's like uh, curing the uh, curing uh, the plague with, with smallpox. It's we've, I mean, whoever, it's, if there isn't an argument, I mean, even if you're going to use that, if there isn't an argument for a greater plan at place that maybe COVID was brought round to, to get rid of uh, the flu, finally, when we've had so many years to do it, um, there you go. But something apparently natural um, has now taken out another big natural killer. And there, maybe there's some kind of equilibrium there. But there you go. To summarise, we're all going to die next year from Spanish flu. Um, potato heads, gender neutral. Uh, flu doesn't exist. And, you know, 
it's okay to moisturise your hands now and wear a skirt. <laughs> ah, what a what a week it's been. What a week. Um, I think we're coming up to time. We've got about four minutes. So um, closing for <laughs> closing thoughts, gentlemen, ladies, <laughs> comrades. <laughs> oh, what do I call it anymore? I'm a cat. <laughs> well, if that's uh, if you identify as a cat, then I want you to be the best cat that you can be. And uh, yeah, I'll support you. I'm not going to rub your tummy though. So. <laughs> oh. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I haven't it out yet. What I am. <laughs> I had a mental image then of, you know, just your your long flowing ginger locks and me tenderly feeding you grapes. <laughs> and as both my wife and your partner walk in, we're like, nope, it's not gay thing, it's a guy thing, all right? Check your privilege. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a world we live in. What do you think, Chris? Ah. Uh. I need to recover for a little bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to recover. Um, <laughs> nah, overall, you know, um, just just sitting here and just um, just going through all these things. Obviously, it's nice to learn as well, and it's nice to to hear these things. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just mad. It's mad. Um, I like the summary. I really did. I like that summary. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I, look, at the end of the day, they're putting the, all their plans out. The, all the plans are out if you really wanted to access them. Um, and whatever they're saying in in the media or whatever they come out with, they're already telling you what what's what's coming ahead anyway. Um, so yeah, um, I'll just I'll just close by saying um, I think I got the the thank you wrong in Cam- Cambodian. Um, <laughs> Um, I, there's two different versions, so um, I'm going to try this one. It's um, Choam Reap Sol, and then um, a, a more casual one is um, Susu Day. So that's just saying hello. Now I think we're closing. I've got to say goodbye in it. I think of all the things likely to inflame our viewership this <laughs> week, <laughs> <laughs> the Cambodian would probably be. Down the list somewhere. <laughs> this, you never know. Maybe there's a, a really angry they, them, their transsexual Cambodian. He's like, that's not how it's said. What about you, Nave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know if I can uh, top any of what you've already said, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's going to be a continuation, isn't it, of this madness, really. I, I, I can't see it slowing down. And uh, I guess we've just got to try and sift for it, haven't we? Yeah, absolutely. And make sense of it, I guess. Yeah. As best we can. Yeah. I think, as I said, my, sort of, my takeaway has been I've, I've seen a lot more of us winning this week uh, than I'll have in all previous weeks. I've seen a lot more outrage. As I said, the, the tide seems to be turning and they seem to be in damage control mode. They seem to be on the back foot. They're trying to, they're trying to compensate. 
And a lot is not looking right. A lot is looking like they're struggling with this. And I said from the beginning, this was either going to be the greatest payoff for them or the greatest fail in history. Uh, and they've done other things before with massive scope and they failed um, spectacularly. And entire nations have fallen because of that. So hold on to yeah. that stuff and, and, and don't believe that when you're fighting back, it doesn't reach out, it doesn't go any further because it absolutely does and things like this do make the difference and talks like this do make the difference and you listening makes a difference. And uh, as always, it's just an absolute pleasure to be able to be in the opportunity to bring it to you. So thank you so much for listening as always. Thanks for checking us out. We'll be back next week um, from myself, from Chris, from Nathan. Um, we love you very much. Take care of yourselves. Look after your loved ones. And uh, I won't stay say uh, stay safe, but, uh, you know. Stay sane. Stay sane. Yeah, That's it. it. Nailed love it. it. Love it. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Take care.